Welcome to Ocano Pack, the Contract Packaging Manufacturers Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mead. Each episode, we will be discussing industry news, providing helpful resources to learn more about the contract packaging industry. I'm so happy you are joining us on our first episode, and no better way to start our podcast journey than to talk with our CEO, PJ Weibel, about Econopack being the premier contract food packaging partner in North America. Welcome, PJ. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. So, give us a you know, give us an overview of um, you know of Econopack and, and its capabilities. So, an overview of Econopack is we are a contract food packaging company. So we say that because we specialize in the food industry. Uh, if you went back 15, 20, 30 years ago, you know, contract packagers kind of did everything. Um, but as we kind of, as we grew, you know, we saw a niche to be a full service, you know, food packaging company. So that's why we put, you know, food in our name and that's what we specify, that's what we are experts in. So all of our people come from the food industry and also by maintaining only doing food, we can protect food because we're not bringing things from outside like a perfume or something with a you know a strong odor that could get into the food and damage and harm it. Um, so all of our equipment's based on food. All the you know the building is designed and laid out with you know food safety in mind. Um, so you know that's one of the key things of of who we are. So we're a food packaging company number one, and then number two, you know we are a company where we try to be very cutting edge, uh, where we're trying to have you know the best machines, the most efficient machines. We're, we have a big push now in servo. So all the machines that we're buying are servo. We're getting away from the old mechanical equipment. Uh, so that's been great. So it's a lot of technology that's more programming, uh, but also it, you know they're easier to clean. You can clean them better. Uh, they run more efficiently. You can preset, you know, save all the settings. Uh, and it's really worked out for us. Our, over the last 10 years, we've been on a aggressive plan to replace all of our equipment and then you know continue adding more so that's been a huge benefit to us um, to to get all this new you know servo equipment from flow wrapping we, we do a lot of flow wrapping we do a lot of vertical form filled sealed bags uh, we do a lot of different uh, types of cartoning you know, variety packs have really grown for us so we can do variety packs and cartons we also do variety packs and bags um, we do a tremendous amount of stand-up pouches we can do uh, pre-made stand-up pouches we can do roll stock pre-made pouches um, and really our equipment set up to do all different sizes like for flow wrapping for example we could do you know something one inch by one inch we could also do something that's 12 inches by 12 inches like it's a large variety wow. that we can do and same with bagging too right I can make a bag that's one inch wide um, it's one inch wide and three inches long I can make a bag that's 12 inches wide and eight inches long so we have a lot of variability in all the equipment that we're buying yeah. Uh, but yeah so core competencies are you know, tremendous flow wrapping uh, vertical form fill and sealer bagging uh, we've got um expertise in stand-up bags, like I said. We do a lot of carting. We do a lot of multi-process steps where we'll flow wrap and the flow wrap will go right into the carton or it'll go right into the bag. Uh, we can create whip from, we'll create multiple items and then put them into a variety pack. Uh, we do powder filling, so we can do powder filling in bags, uh, in jars. Uh, so we do a lot of different, then we're doing, you know, different, anything dry food. So cookies, crackers, candies, gum, uh, gummies. Uh, we do, you know, over the counter. We do a lot of chocolate. Uh, so really any type of dry uh, food. We also do uh, seasoning, uh, but what we don't do is you know uh, liquid filling at this point. But that's something maybe in the future. But at this point, <laughs> we're focused on you know again all the core you know rices, sugars. Uh, we can do all different types of ancient grains. Uh, we can do pastas. So a lot of you know a lot of different. If it's if it's in that dry food category, we can package basically everything in the world uh, in that regard. 
Yeah, so that, I mean, that's your current positioning now, and the company is over 40 years old, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a tremendous history there, too, and you mentioned a lot of things that have happened over the last 10 years. Uh, but take us back to, you know, kind of the, the start of the business and, and give us a little a little history. So it was great. So the, uh, the company was started back in 1978 uh, with my grandfather and my father. They were box brokers. Uh, so it was kind of started then when they got together. Prior to that, my grandfather was a box broker. My father joined the business and worked for a couple of years and determined kind of, you know, I'd go, they'd go to a customer, customer would want a box, they'd go out to three vendors, get the price, and then sell the box for, you know, most likely the best box or maybe the quickest turnaround. But my dad had a, you know, desire to understand what more was out there, what more they could do. And from the basement of my grandparents' house, you know, they basically started to ask people, well, what are you putting in the box? And hey, can we pack the box for you? And from there, they got their first facility, they got their first employees, and then we grew, they grew it from different, you know, as you grow, you know, they got like a 10,000 square foot building, then they needed a 20, they moved to a 20, then a 30, 40. Um, and then today we and are. Then, yeah, so and then uh, here we are today where, again, we used to package a lot of different things. The first thing was Gillette razors, right? It was the first account my dad got. Then we were doing Crayola Crayons, they're doing all sorts of things. So, and then we got, we're into food. Um, and then in, when I, right around the time I took over in as CEO about 2006, that's where I kind of took the company and said, we're just going to be a food packaging company because the way the quality standards are going, I think this is the right direction for the company. So from 2006 on, we've been, you know, a dedicated, you know, food specialized, yeah. specialist, yeah, a food specialist. Right. So you're focused and, and we're focused as a company on food packaging. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what kinds, what kinds of companies are a good fit for, you know, for contract packaging in general, you know, co-packing? Yeah. So I think the biggest, the, the best part about co-packing and how we can help our clients I think is as their their products are growing um, and their volumes are growing, what they don't want to do is they don't want to miss out on those potential sales. So oftentimes they either don't have the room, uh, they don't have the equipment, they don't have the people. Um, so they have to look out of, you know, out of house to have someone help them uh, make something or produce something for them. Um, so that's where we come in and they can focus on sales and marketing. We focus on what we're good at, the, the space, equipment, people, and quality and we help you know, produce that. I also, the great part about contract packaging is, and we've talked about this, is, is the fixed cost model, right? When you produce something yourself, it's variable cost, right? Today, make, a line's not running too good, it's running, it'll cost you a dollar, and then tomorrow it runs better, it'll cost you 35 cents. You know, the next day it'll come in and the, and the unit could cost you 50 cents. So it's all over the board. Hey, some days they might cost you 20, 20 cents, right? But if you come to a co-packer, uh, and how we operate, we operate on a, on a you know, fixed cost. So we give you a price of say, you know, 27 cents, but every day it's 27 cents, and regardless of how you know the efficiency is on us, then so you get a fixed cost model and you can really focus your attention on sales and marketing. And in other cases, too, some of these larger companies, um, you know, have a lot more overhead. So, using us, you know, a lot of times we can do it cheaper for them as well. Um, that sounds amazing to any company out there listening right now. Yeah. Um, being able to control that and take that variable expense, right, and, yeah. and control it as a business. Yeah, and it's, ama it's amazing, too, how many products these days um, are not, you know, solely made by the companies that sell them, right? I mean, you, like, if you look at the car business, for example, you know, they don't mold all those parts. They don't, you know, they go out to outside vendors who make the seatbelts, who make the, the mirrors, who make the seats, all that stuff. They bring it together with their design and make it. Um, and then some companies, uh, other companies, you know, they outsource a, a tremendous amount, and they're large, multi-billion-dollar companies that aren't really making anything anymore. They're, 
you know, developing, marketing, selling, and having co-packers, co-contract yeah. manufacturers, you know, make their product for them. Yeah, and those brands, I mean, those large companies, um, you know, they can have challenges of speed to market. So yes. they come up with innovative ideas. They have a brand new type of idea that they want to launch. Um, maybe a merger between companies and they want to try to get something off the ground and yeah, I definitely see the contract packaging where all co-packers being a, a really good fit to try to get products fast to market. Correct. So, and a lot of very large, you know, 40, 50, 20 billion dollar companies, um, there's a lot of different divisions and oftentimes it can be hard to get things done quickly. Right? So when you, when you come to an organization like us where we can get things done quickly, we can get uh, products to market quicker. We have a little. We have more layers in our company where we can just focus and get a job done. Um, so we've been very successful in, you know, what we will call, you know, quick to market projects. Um, recently, we've launched about fifteen of them. Last year, we hit every single date. We went out. We, you know, the our customer designed the product, did all the artwork. We went out. We bought all the materials. We brought in the product. We converted everything, got it, and hit all their dates last year. But, you know, again, if they weren't able to do that, they wouldn't capitalize on those opportunities. And oftentimes they're making sales into the, the buyers don't want to miss the, those dates. It's very important that you hit those, those sell dates. Um, and we were able to do that for us. So, yeah, that's another key part of what we can do. We can get things done quickly. Yeah, that's great. Um, it, you know, when we're talking about equipment, so you mentioned a lot of our capabilities. Um, what do you see as far as the future? Um, are, you know, is it going to be, you know, more automated machines? Um, you know, what, where do you see it going as far as the equipment and, um, you know, capabilities? Yeah, yeah so I see our, our future as uh, continuing to automate, continuing to partner with great companies that have great projects for us, us going out and, you know, working on the capital um, on those projects or bringing in the equipment. And you know, partnering with those clients to grow our business and to grow their business, um, but also to continue to add um, process uh, processes and things that we don't do today. You know, we've got a pretty large you know seasoning operation that we didn't have three years ago. Um, we we're looking at a couple opportunities with you know, I could see in robing, uh, in baking, um, just continually. You know, we do. You know, six years ago, we didn't do blending. You know, we've been blending and been very successful at it over the last six years. So, continue to add what I call like food process steps that I think you know obviously adds value, um, but adds a, a great part now to our business. So, just continuing again to to add those key things we don't do. And the nice thing is our quality system supports many of those um, you know new things that we'd be doing. So, they're kind of drop-ins where our quality system is already built up to handle. Yeah, because there's so many different types of products that we work with on a day-to-day. -day. Yep. Um, so many different types of companies that we work with. Yes, we're specialized in food, but there's a lot of different types of food products that we're, yes. you know, that we're working with. Um, you know, so what are some of the you know, things that we do, what we provide for our customers as far as um, you know, support and, and things like that? Um, when, when they come on board, you know, what are some of the things that they can look forward to with working with the company? Yeah, so I mean, right off the bat, a customer comes in. Uh, well, we have a great, it starts with, you know, kind of understanding, you know, the initial meeting. We give you a full tour of the facility, show you every room, every piece of equipment, the warehouse, the office. Get a really understanding of who we are, then who the players are. Uh, we like to, you know, turn quotes quickly so that, you know, our clients are getting their quotes within 24 hours of requesting, most, most, you know, 90% of the time, unless we have some other, you know, specific details we have to work out. Uh, then it goes into a, what we call the onboarding team. So we have a group of you know three people that work with the clients to understand, to do all the downloads of all their, uh, run any trials we need to run, make sure that everyone really likes what we have. 
in terms of like how the packaging looks and fits and, and uh, the quality side of things. We then roll into production where we enter in all of your part numbers and things like that into our inventory systems. Um, and then the onboarding team is staying with that the whole time. They run the trials, they help get all the information uploaded into our quality systems, also all of our um, inventory systems, ERP systems, and then roll into, roll into the production. Once the production runs for anywhere from one to two weeks and things are running well, at that point then it is handed off to uh, fully over to the customer service team, at which point they get a dedicated customer service person uh, that manages their account on a day-to-day -day basis. They're there to make sure you know inbound shipments, outbound shipments, inventory, uh, any of those type of items that the client needs and that information is done. Uh, production reports are sent daily. Inventories can be sent you know, uh, whenever needed or set on schedules if I want it every Monday. Uh, but really, so that, that client, anything they need, we have someone there catering to it full-time. Uh, and then you know, having the support team of all the executives and other key people here to be on any calls, new projects, things like that. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit with me today and, and talk about some of these things. Now, what are you most excited about for 2023? Uh, we've got a couple new. We've got a couple new clients um, that, that we're going to be launching, which is kind of how we talked about before. Some new opportunities. The new opportunities. There are new technologies. There are new product lines that we haven't necessarily done in the past. So I'm very excited for it's going to be uh, without naming names. Um, it's a it's a um, horizontal roll stock stand-up pouch uh, that will have some pasta and some seasoning in it. Uh, so it'll be a dual drop. We're very excited about that. We'll do a couple of different flavors. Uh, we're going to be uh, bringing in uh, some more flow wrappers, which is always exciting. We like getting uh, you know, some new flow wrappers. And you know, I think the and we've got new check wares coming in, so we've got quite a bit of new equipment. We're looking at some new seasoning equipment. Um, and I think the biggest the biggest thing for me is finalizing the new addition uh, to our building. So um, it looks like you know we're well on our way to getting shovels in the ground this year. So you know that is a that's going to be amazing because we're in two hundred thousand square feet right now. We'd be moving our new addition is going to be one hundred twenty five thousand square feet. So we'd go to three twenty five, and it'll just open up a lot of custom specialized rooms for clients. Uh, it allow us to kind of lay out the plan differently and how we do things, and again continue to set us up for a continued growth the next several years. Great. Yeah. Well, over the next couple episodes, right, we want to bring you in. I mean, obviously, we want to talk about Econopack and all the capabilities, but, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of different things happening happening in the industry right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're really excited to kind of talk about different topics, uh, you know, different types of things, even outside of the food world. Um, so, you know, this podcast is going to be specialized in, you know, talking about, you know, just different co-packing and contract manufacturing as a whole. Yep. Um, so definitely want to make sure that we have you back on Absolutely. to talk about this stuff. And All right. appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right.